This is the Ask a Photographer podcast, answering your photography-related questions about general photography, workflow, editing, business, and marketing. To submit a question, go to beblino.com forward slash ask. Hello, and thank you for listening to this week's episode. My name is Mike, and I'm from beblino.com. This week's question comes from Angus, and he's asking, I've been asked to photograph a friend's wedding. Should I do it? They like my street photography photos. I've taken photos of both of them before in the past just for fun. They have confidence in me, but I've never photographed a wedding before. I have all the equipment I need, including backup equipment. I'm not sure if I should do it or even how much I should charge them. Hey, Angus, thanks for your question. This is a tricky one because it comes down to your confidence level here. You know, clearly your friends have, have trust in you. And they like your photography um, as a whole, which is excellent. And you have the equipment uh, by the sounds of things. You know, it's it's really comes down to you of how comfortable you feel. There are going to be people that have been listening to this um, podcast who are professional photographers, and they're going to say, don't do it because you could stuff it up. And you know what? They're right. What they have to understand is sometimes brides and grooms that um, want photography done for their wedding Ask friends because of they want to save money or they feel more confident with a friend doing it. Or thirdly, they don't value photography as a whole and they just want to get done the cheapest way possible. Irrespective of that, and don't worry about people giving you negative advice and saying you not to do it, but what I think you should do is maybe use this as an opportunity to maybe think about doing wedding photography. Think of it this way, right? They're a friend you could potentially offer this as a wedding gift to them. And by doing so, you can say, I am going to photograph your wedding. I have no prior experience. I will photograph a portion of the getting ready, the actual ceremony, of course, and a portion of the, um, the reception. After that, you're allowed to sit down, enjoy the meal, and uh, enjoy the festivities. And I think that if you think of it that way, um, because you're not going to, because you, you ask if you should charge, and I think you shouldn't, especially if it being your first wedding. And, you know, if you offer it to them that way, and maybe even get them to sign maybe a one page little document that says you're not going to offer, you're not going to charge, and, and you're only going to do it under these conditions. And and I think that they would be understandable, you know. I, I think anybody would be wrapped to get photos, irrespective of how good or bad, for free, okay? Uh, maybe not bad, but you know what I mean. It's. You know, the fact that they like your street photography, which a lot of wedding photography is candid moments, which is what happens in street photography. You're photographing people, sometimes with their knowledge, other times not. Some differences are, is that there are parts of the day that you have to command attention to what's going on. You may want to ask somebody to move to a particular part of, 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 the, of the house if they're getting ready to give them more flattering light or you know if you're doing group photos you've got to you know you've got to get people in line and and you know use the assistance of the bride and groom to wrangle um, or even bridesmaids for that matter uh, or groomsmen to wrangle guests and family members in, into order get them to help you to to set things up i'm sure everybody wants the day go smoothly so you know don't think that um, you're on your own here but just remember if something does go wrong you need to be able to f- solve issues quickly 
having backup equipment is one aspect that you need and you mentioned that you have that you know having enough lenses and camera bodies and flashes and and um, memory cards to last through the day that's very very important you know i th- i think if you are game i think you should do it you know if you've done if you've witnessed weddings before you may have witnessed the ceremony so you can kind of you probably would have seen what the photographers are doing you also if you've been a part of a wedding you know um, in the bridal party you know, you will see how the day kind of starts off and how it ends. And, and as you know, it does end quite late, which is quite important for you to set the amount of time that you are going to photograph. So there is no no issues with people, you know, with you just sitting down and, and people expecting you to be photographing when, you know, you said you weren't going to photograph anymore. So just keep that in mind. And I think that if you explain these things to your friends and they're obviously keen for you to take photos, I think that um, you will be fine, Angus, and, uh, you know, there are plenty of resources online. I know that they don't replace experience, but they will generally give you an idea. So Googling wedding photography and and just seeing what some people show online will kind of give you uh, a good idea. You know, visiting professional photographers' uh, website and seeing their photos and seeing how they pose people because that will be a small part of the day of you having to pose people so I've been in business for over 12 years and it wasn't until my seventh year in business that I started uh, my portrait and wedding photography business up until that point I was working towards it I was doing small portraits and then uh, small events which had you know a few hundred people and then up to a thousand people and so on and so forth so I, I could manage large large crowds and, and understood how to work long days and what I needed to organize so I know being your first if you do do a first wedding you know all these there'll be a million things you got to think of but I think that if you just um, go with the flow and not get in, in, in anybody's way and um, only pose when there's moments of needing to be posed like the group photos and and some of the bridal party photos you know and the added bonus for you is they're friends so potentially your your friends with their friends and um and interacting with them is not going to be such a big problem in fact some of the weddings that i've dealt with where i've known um, extended family or even friends of the bride and groom the day has gone so much more cruisier everyone understands you're there for a reason and and people are more relaxed and they know that you're there for you know to to get the best photos for them so you may want to think about it if um, this is something that you're potentially thinking of doing in the future and if not well then it's one wedding that you did and one wedding potentially that um, could have uh, told you not to continue a career in in, um, wedding photography Thanks for your question, Angus. I hope that helps, and good luck. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh, look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.